I've got good news and bad news. The bad news, Jared's not here today. He's taking this episode off. Busy, busy, busy man. The good news is that if you're not hungry already, you're going to be by the end of this episode, because today we're talking food and food marketing with Chef. Yvette Banano. Think Jargon is a podcast about marketing, sales, and content creation. If acronyms like SEO, PPC, and CRM make your head spin, then this podcast is for you. We cut through the jargon used by fancy agencies to help you make sense of the ever-changing world of modern marketing. Thanks for joining us. And now, here are your hosts, inbound marketing expert Jarrett Broussard and digital content creator Stuart Poulton. Chef, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Could you introduce yourself to the listeners for those that don't know or have never tasted your deliciousness? Well, I certainly will. Um, my name is Yvette Bonanno. I, uh, I'm from Baton Rouge, grew up here, was born, and... Um, Grew up in the, the restaurant business. My family owned restaurants and um, certainly in our blood and in our family tradition and uh, went off to culinary school and uh, just worked in a variety of uh, food capacities. I did the hotels and private clubs. Um, um, You're a foodie, aren't you? I am. Yeah. I, lo- I love food. I, I think that's, that should just be your elevator speech. I have loved food for a very long time. You know, it's it's so interesting because people always say, God, you've had a, you're traveling so much. And and I have to confess, where I travel and where I go is is pretty much food related. So, um, and when I get there, it's uh, a lot of eating and, and uh, posting and, and pictures. And I am obsessed with um, the you, culinary field. Have you always been obsessed with food? Yeah, I think I have. Um, my father, he's Sicilian, so my grandmother had us, um, you know, making fresh pasta and uh, cookies during the holidays and red gravy. And my grandfather rolling out, you know, a small batch of thirty pounds of Italian sausage. And then my mother's French, so she was the brains my and the goodness. recipes. So behind. you were you were the you were the child of a, a French Italian marriage that moved and lived in the seafood capital of the world and then you throw louisiana on top of that now, so i've got cajun creole it makes sense <laughs> <laughs> so it makes sense because uh, i got a compliment to pay you before we get started wow so um i've i've uh, worked with yvette for many years on and off um and and I'm usually behind the scenes running the camera and stuff and Chef is on 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 TV doing the food thing. And and a couple of weeks ago I had one of those opportunities and we were doing a couple of cooking segments and and I gotta be honest, as a production person that's been in this 20 years, whenever a chef does a salad, I always roll my eyes. Okay. I do. <laughs> and the first thing you could do was a salad. And so we did the salad and usually it was it was great. But when I put that in my mouth, it was just ridiculous. Ridiculous! I've never tasted a salad so good. Well, I have to tell you, I mean, every time I was on set, I would certainly do the dish, but I always had backup and reserve because I knew you guys were, were always starving. And the biggest compliment you paid me was, uh, I've done so many of these uh, cooking segments and sometimes I'm just like, no, thank you. And then when you come on, um, you're just like ravenous. And I, that's just a big compliment. So I'm, I'm going to take it. I, <laughs> so, so I was actually thinking about this interview today and that that reminded me i mean it was it was ridiculous i don't know whether it was a dressing or it was like this this crazy i don't i can't describe it. i would not do it justice but i'll tell you it was fantastic and it occurred to me 
that the best demonstration of a person's excellence is not in creating these fancy dishes and things. It's taking something simple and making it amazing. Well, and you know what's, what is interesting is it was a kale and Brussels sprout Caesar salad. She so, remembers. Well, yeah, and, and I say that because people are like, oh, Brussels sprouts. Oh, kale. Not kale again. I know, right? And uh, when you have fresh shaved Pecorino Romano, fresh lemon juice, a good extra virgin olive oil, Dijon, it, it's a simple... Uh, ingredient um, just uh, you know I guess um, so, made right. delicious so I want to I prove that to the viewers okay because they, they can't taste your food it's the one bad thing about food and media is that you cannot get the taste across unless you actually taste it so I want you to do your best to take a simple ingredient okay and I want you to talk about it so um, I'm going to give you a minute the ingredient is butter Ugh. okay when I think <laughs> of butter when I think of butter, and I'm, you can laugh at this, before I met my wife, I was a, I can't believe it's not butter guy. So when I think of butter, I think about things like spreadability. Now I I'm do not. She will, she will not <laughs> let me buy it anymore because she's of Italian descent too, and she knows how to cook. And so now we just eat these cube butter things, which annoy me because... I can't spread it on bread. Well, so, I don't, you know what? I have not had the pleasure of meeting your wife, but I love her already. <laughs> you, you will. So anyway, she's got... Uh, so that's my... Uh, when I think butter, I think annoying when it's not spreadable. Can you just take a minute and just talk to me about butter, what it, what it is to you, what it means to you, what you can do with it, whatever, wherever your brain goes. Just kind of just, just talk to me about butter for a minute. Well, I, I obviously, being a chef... I just put you on the spot. No, okay. absolutely, because I'm telling you, it's one of my favorite ingredients. Because, uh, gosh, if you're using butter and you're making pastry, it once it goes into the oven, it rises and it gives um, this not only beautiful crust, flavor, texture, um, but it leavens the bread. What does leaven mean? It just makes it rise. And, um, you know, that's the puff pastry and the butter. That's that's the purpose of it. Uh, when we're making sauces, we cut the fire and then we chip in butter, um, like for a beurre blanc. So we're enriching the butter, I mean, the uh, the the sauce by incorporating butter um you know it's when you're sauteing the word saute actually means to jump in french okay. so you have a hot pan and you have fat once you put the food product in it jumps it sautés well you can't add butter to a screaming hot pan so what we do is we add oil then we add the you, butter you can't to no is you that, cannot is that what went wrong with my right. cheese yeah. the other day? <laughs> that's when the smoke alarm goes off <laughs> So we use it um, as a tool of uh, building flavor, um, incorporating what we call fat on the tongue. Um, it's just uh, it's it's just a powerful ingredient. And um, yeah, I have about five, you know, four or five pounds of butter in my fridge right now. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I didn't know what you were going to say, but I knew it was going to be good. And now I want something with butter in it. Yes. Butter. All right. Pr dem demonstration done. Let's get down to business. This show is all about you know marketing and helping people figure out how to market stuff you are one of these chefs who uh, are involved in all aspects of the food industry can you just briefly tell us you know you you you, know, you do you do catering you do you've got products can you just kind of give me the your one minute overview of what it is you do 
um, as far as, you know, work goes? How do you apply your craft? Well, I'll, you know, I'll tell you, um, I, I've been so fortunate that Baton Rouge truly has been good to me. And um, I've taken advantage of uh, a lot of the opportunities. And I think the biggest thing you uh, you should do is take advantage of the opportunities that uh, will benefit your business. And uh, for, eyes wide open sort of thing. Right. I mean, and, and I never pass up an invitation. I, I I say that because, you know, I'm like any, any if an invitation, even if it's slight, if it's an intoxicated, I'm taking any invitation that I possibly can. Oh, you're going to like my <laughs> wife. <laughs> that I can possibly take. But, I'll, you know, I'll tell you, I never spent a dollar on advertising in my, when I had Bonanno's Fine Catering, Yvette Marie's uh, Taste down at the Main Street Market. What I did was uh, I embraced the the charitable um, opportunities that Baton Rouge had to offer. So if it was let me, let me pause you there because we're talking about the um, which which business that you've run. So Bonanno's Fine Catering. So it was a catering service. Yes, and so we, you know, we're obviously asked to participate in um, meals for the masters, um, prevent child abuse, battered women, cancer services, all of the taste ofs. Yeah. That you know, uh, tickets sold that you know, are in. Our local area. I took advantage on an international. You never national spent a dollar in advertising. Never spent a dollar. So what I would do is I would take um, our food product out to these taste ofs and actually put the food into the uh, the guest mouth. So you know a, a ticket price on these events um, was anywhere from fifty to a hundred to you know two hundred and fifty dollars, and that was the clientele. That was the target market uh, for for my business, and uh, I went. And you're meeting directly with those people that um, you want to hopefully service in the future. And all of the restaurants and caterers, um, you know, take part in, in these events, not only to give back to the community, to support whatever uh, charitable event at hand. Um, what, you know, I had to really be attached to the event um, mm -hmm. or, you know, the, the cause uh, to get involved. Um, but, you know, it's just very interesting right now with COVID going on that. There has been so many of these organizations, um, you know, the Junior League and uh, Bus Breast Cancer that have come out and said, thank you for all of the past years of participating in our events, knowing that the restaurateurs and the caterers are, are struggling at this time, um, just to say thanks to us. And, um, you know, I, I, I know that that really has, um, that was really what um, just generated and benefited my business personally so, so we're in we're in uh january what is it around the 9th of 2021 yes. so yeah the covid thing is still upon us but uh and it's, it has been a tough year with regard to that but uh you know that that makes a lot of sense your business card at the end of the day is your product is what you um is what you are creating and the opportunity or any opportunity to put that in the mouths of not just people but of target customers and it sounds to me like those events, in many ways, were kind of like your target customer filter, just with the ticket price, I guess. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, you have to know your audience. You can't be everything to everyone. And um, I, you know, I just again, it was it was my way of um, just knowing that. I wanted to be involved. I wanted to take advantage of the opportunity. I knew that that was my um, my clientele, and um, no, I just uh, it, it just it, when I was giving 
I received back a tremendous amount, um, tenfold. I can, I can imagine. I, I filmed a couple of those events, and they are kind of cool, and uh, I, I, I tend to make my way around the chef tables while I'm there as well. So. Well, and you know, and for the chefs and the restaurateurs, the owners, well, I mean, that is our time to, to go and mingle and, and be with the, uh, you know, with the our chef community um, and also see what's uh, what's kind of trending. You know, I've, I've always, um, I've kind of observed my competition and then I just, I'm current with what trends are going on. But I mean, you have to, to do you. I mean, you, you have to be authentic. You, you want to try and be as original and um, consistency were, always. Were, That's, were you, you know. Were you ever nervous? Were you, like a lot of people that I, um, that I meet, especially when they start out and I'm not saying you, you are, of course you're not, but um you know, everyone when they start out, they have doubts about the quality of what they're doing or their skill or their craft. Did you ever have that growing up in a family that was so involved in food? Well, yeah. I mean, I, every time you make a dish, you're, um, it, it, it certainly takes a, 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 a bit of confidence to create something and, and and making food is very personal i mean you're you're crafting with your hand your time your talent and then you know people are ingesting your craft so um, so you literally are still to this day a little apprehensive whenever people try your food well yeah i mean i you know i just um that's I a always, good thing. Keep I your always toes. want, yeah. I always want to do my best, and you know, I, I guess one of the best compliments. Uh, my daughter, we were cooking lamb the other night, and my kiddos, um, they enjoy being in the kitchen with me. You know, we're making fresh pasta um, or banana bread or whatever it is. So Jealous. I, I mean, they Jealous. are. I have to say, they are kind of food snobs. <laughs> um, but I made the rack of lamb. Yeah, I need to tell you a story about food snobs later. Rack of lamb. Carry on. <laughs> rack of lamb and uh, Yukon gold potatoes and roasted broccoli and. They were doing their plates and they were like, you know what? We need a competition. We need to both do our own plates and take a beauty shot and see who likes our dish, you know, the best. So um, I, I did post it on Facebook and I was astounded by the, the comments and the people that were interested in these two little ones, um, you know, trying to do do what they could with a with uh, plating of food i, I mean, wondered where the next generation of restaurateurs comes from it's from people like you isn't it <laughs> well <laughs> i hate to say it and i know a lot of my chef friends will agree it's like we kind of deter our kids from following down the same path but um but no they will never starve i feel i feel like i've uh, i've trained them in, in that They'll respect have plenty of friends as well <laughs> so i have to tell you this story you'll get a kick out of this so um, I am working class British background. Uh, food was not a specialty in our family. My mum would prepare rhubarb crust, uh, rhubarb uh, pie or whatever it is, but it, she'd make it look like apple until we bit into it. It's always a disappointment. Food was never a big deal. So I meet my, my now wife. She has a, a boy and she's of Italian descent. She, she's part of a family restaurant and all that good stuff. But her son was about four, I think, when we met, five when we met. Anyway, so um, I've been with him since, and this boy, do you know what he considers a snack? Do you tell? <laughs> Alabashas. <laughs> it's a Greek restaurant. That's like a snack to him. Like, I took him to Burger King once when we were out at a tennis game or something, and it was the first time he had a Burger King burger. Well, you know you what? Foodies. You, well, you foodies. And I will tell you this. I, you know, there's nothing better than having an educated palate. And when my first <laughs> child was born, I was like, oh, this is a great opportunity. I'm going to start making all of her homemade you know, baby food. So I'm poaching salmon with leeks and fresh dill and wild mushroom risotto. And I was like, she's going to have, I mean, just an educated palate. Well, sure enough, 
I take her to the doctor and she's losing weight. And she says, you know, uh, is she eating well? I'm like, you know, well, she seems to be eating like chicken, potatoes and white, you know, bread. He goes, oh, she's now she's like three. And he goes, oh, she's on the white diet. You didn't. I mean, did you not like explore things when she was uh, younger? I'm like, did I not explore things? So she is not my best eater. And then my second child comes and I'm like, no, you're definitely going to get some Gerber. And she's my best eater. So I, you know what? Maybe that's, maybe that's a reflection of my, uh, my, my culinary. But, you know, it's that, that's uh, <laughs> crazy. Tell me about your pecans, pecans. How do you say it in Louisiana? Pecans? Well, pecans. A, l- a little bit, of, a little bit of, of both. So yeah, we um, uh, opened up the uh, distillery downtown uh, uh, about three years ago, and from that, um, I took the rum and I made a spice rum pecan um, using the Bergeron pecans from uh, Mr. Lester, who's over in New Roads, and we just hit it off, and we have a great relationship. So I uh, took the whole pecans to do uh, that particular uh, five ounce um, snack and I use it for many applications on salads. So, so, so we're clear here because I'm very interested in this. It's 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 a spiced rum pecan, whole pecan snack in a box? Yes, pretty much. And But, you know, like I said, I put them on salads or cheese boards and what we do is we take whole butter, there you go, uh, brown sugar, Everything's salt. Everything's better with butter. Always better with butter. Um, <laughs> the brown sugar and then the, uh, we use an organic cayenne that goes in pecans are toasted we deglaze with a spice rum and then they go into the ovens low and slow they're vacuum sealed uh, have a one-year shelf life so you've got that preservation from the alcohol um and um yeah they've they're great for the, of course the holidays and for mardi gras um hostess gift and um just you know very proud of the product and then from that we also did the praline rum cakes which starts with butter okay, um, okay. people can go to the website and look at your products later on i want to know <laughs> how does marketing a, a food product like that differ from your catering business for example you've already mentioned that catering it's putting the product in people's mouths do you follow the same principle that, or do you have an I, advertising budget? Tell n- me you have a budget. No, I oh. don't have an advertising budget. We rely on, uh, well, of course, social media. People will go and comment. Um, we did uh, spend a fair amount on the packaging, which it's beautiful, by the way. Thank you. Uh, went to the fancy food you, show. You, you, you are, you are, you are leaving those with me, right? Yes, I okay, am going to okay, leave those with you. Carry on. <laughs> we, we call that quality control. <laughs> um, but what I did was, uh, I went to the fancy food show in. Um, 2016 in New York and I'm walking around and I was very interested in the packaging, the way it feels, the way it looks, what the competition of, you know, other rum cakes, what they were doing, Tortuga. Um, and I just um, said, okay, this is what I need to do. I need to make sure that the packaging looks great. I wanted to give a nod to Louisiana. That's why we did the praline rum cake. I wanted to keep it local. So Lester um, Bergeron um, also services though the chopped pecans that are in the rum cake and i want to be able to taste the rum so i pulled in all of the samples from all the rum cakes um, that i could possibly find and i said who do i want to be like and i said no i don't want to be like anyone i want to be original in the sense of i want to taste the rum i want to do um, something different that's not available on the market yet so that's how the two products kind of evolved and then sure enough the next year LSU asked me to uh, participate in the Fancy Food Show in New York and San Francisco. And um, you know, a year prior, I was looking at other products. And then the following year, I was showcasing there. So 
So we had a guy on the other the other week. He was a storyteller, and we we're talking about telling stories. and And he said, uh, "You want to sell the sizzle, not the steak." Mm-hmm. And um, I. I have not yet put one of those in my mouth. And the reason is, don't tut at me. I know you sent me home with a couple of boxes after that shoot. Um, they sat in the pantry for about two days until at 11 o'clock one evening, my wife comes in as I'm watching something on the TV and she's like, oh my God, what are these? <laughs> and she, then they were all gone 24 hours later. So what is, I mean, it's, it's, it like tastes different for everybody. Like, what is it? What do you feel? What do you taste when you put it on your mouth? Well, and I'll tell you this. You were asking me kind of how we marketed. Again, we would go and set up at the farmer's market um, in grocery stores that were interested in the product to do taste of. So I had, you know, I have a little small bamboo boats. It's all presentation, just having it out there, letting them sample. And interestingly enough, when COVID hit, um, we weren't able to sample at the at the farmer's market or in the supermarket. Well, I suppose you could take the market. pecans and kind of throw them at people six right. feet away, right? <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, I mean, it was it, <laughs> it, it was kind of that when you have warm rum cake with the butter melted back into it to give to someone at the farmer's She's market. Doing it to me again. In the mornings, <laughs> you get a sale. I mean, it's it's very difficult not to. So, um, you know, it was it was a little bit of a hey, you had the product last year, you know, please try to you know um, to give it as hostess gifts. And we also found that a lot of people were doing a lot of Christmas shopping in the grocery stores. So the success of the product, you know, didn't really taper off um, for the holiday season for us because we weren't putting it into the, the customer's mouth. But um, no, I just, you know, I, I, it's, it's just kind of a, um, you know, just a project that I've, I've embraced and um, I'm glad that people are enjoying them. So um, we'll continue doing them. I think that the lesson is, is if you want people to get a true sense of your product, put it in their mouths. Yeah. Might be tough if you're selling software, but you get the principle, right? <laughs> Yvette, I really appreciate you coming on today. What, where can people go to find out more about you and buy some of these? And I really recommend you do buy some of these pica- pecans, pecans, pecans. Yes, that, yeah, whatever. that too. But take that, they're delicious. Well, um, my online distributor is actually uh, local. She's out of Lafayette. So it's um, rumyum.co. Love that name. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and that's a, that's a local marketing uh, individual. She does all of my posts. So I have to give her a nod. Um, and you're going to see some of the grocery stores. Um, have an on, um, you know, Calvin's, Calandro's, Alexander's Market, Maxwell's, um, Red Stick Spice Company. Um, they're, they're just all, a lot of the um, independent um, stores and groceries have really supported the product. And I'm very appreciative to them. Putting us in gift baskets, for instance. LSU Incubator included us in this year's uh, holiday basket. So, um, you know, it, and it's gradual. It's not going to happen immediate. You know, we, we are talking about like, you know, um, the marketing and then the chef and the growth of it. You know, you get out of culinary school and everyone's like, okay, I'm a chef. I'm like, no, it just doesn't happen that easily. It takes time and effort and burns and experience. And um, I see your hand real quick. Yes. Really? No, they're definitely working hands. <laughs> <laughs> if it, we've got to run. We're already over time. But man, I enjoyed you and you're welcome back anytime. Well, uh, next time I come, I'll, I'm just sure I'll have some more treats for you. Yeah, so bring, bring thanks food. so much. Bring food. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening. Listening to Think Jargon. If you like this episode, share it with a friend or post a review at iTunes. Your reviews help new listeners find our show. Have a sales question or a marketing problem that you'd like us to cover on a future episode? Contact the show at thinkjargon.com.
Until next time, make sure you make the world a better place and cut through the jargon.